and welcome to The Kids Are All Right, a weekly podcast especially for kids that's all about health, happiness and wellness. I'm Michelle and here with me are my co-pilots on this podcast, Buster and Buddy. Hey guys, Buster here. Oh yeah, fan favourite Buddy coming at you. <laughs> and we're on a mission to help you all feel great and live happy. Here we go. Hey, The Kids Are All Right. So guys, today we are kicking off our brand new segment on the show called Mind Your Head. Oh yeah, I'm so excited about this new part of the show. Me and Buddy spent all day yesterday getting our questions ready. (laughs) But but Michelle, I don't really understand the name. Mind Your Head. Like, what? That sounds strange. Like something's going to drop on our heads. Hey guys, mind your head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right, Buster. It does sound funny. However, in this case, mind your head actually means minding your head, as in looking after your head. You know, minding your mental health. Oh, right. So mind your head. Like everything we've been learning about making sure to look after how we feel, our emotions and all that, yeah? Yeah, that's why we were writing those questions yesterday. All about health, happiness and wellness, Buster. Things to help mind your head. Yeah, exactly. That's it, buddy. So what we will be doing is devoting a whole show to speak with people who have brilliant stories to tell or have done amazing things in their life. And they will tell us all about what they do to feel well and happy. Sound good? Let's go. Yeah. Got your thoughts? Think of what you do. We are now challenging you to come on down and tell us how you mind your head. <laughs> This is gonna be great! I know, and that's why we're so pleased with our first Mind Your Head show. Because you know what, guys? Not only do we have one special guest, we have two. They are twin brothers that many of you will know from TV, where they show us how to cook amazing vegetable based meals. They talk about living healthy and happy, and they just have bundles and bundles of good, positive energy. And I never thought I'd say this, but they may even have more energy than you, Buster. Huh? What? No way! <laughs> They are the happy pair, otherwise known as Dave and Steve. Guys, you're so welcome. We're thrilled to have you on the show. And the lads have so many questions for you. Oh, I'm so excited. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi. Dave. Hi, Dave. <laughs> Steve, stop doing a handstand. Come on over here. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, Buster, come on. Don't try and copy Steve doing your handstand. <laughs> I can do it better. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Michelle, you just said that... These guys have more energy than Buster. Well, I have to say, I don't believe that for one second. Because one time, Buster stayed in the trampoline park for five hours. So, Dave and Steve, what's the most energetic thing that you guys have ever done? Sheesh. We, we've ran marathons. If that's any good, we've ran lots of marathons. And we can hold a handstand for three minutes. Whoa, three minutes? Oh, now I have to say, Buster, I think we have a new record. Oh, I don't <laughs> so know about that. We need to do a challenge off of energy. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, I, I, think, I do think we've got a winner there, lads, for sure. Listen, uh, it's time to calm down. It's time to calm down so we can start asking okay. Dave and Steve some of our real questions. So, okay, guys, Buster and Buddy, if you have your question cards at the ready, you can take it away. So, we've put together loads of questions for you guys, all about how you mind your head. Yeah, you guys mind your head loads of different ways. Uh, With your food, with your exercise, and with all the mindfulness stuff you do. So, one of the main things that people know you guys for is vegetables. You sell them in your vegetable shop, you grow them, you cook them in your cafes, you come up with some yummy vegetable meals, and are actual real-life TV chefs showing us how to cook these meals, and you just have loads of cookbooks with veg recipes. Whew! 
So, why do you guys love vegetables so much? We love vegetables. Great question. Really, really love the question. Uh, so, so we've always loved vegetables, but they're they're so important for giving you loads of energy, for making you feel good, for making you sleep good, for making your body strong. Yeah, they're so important in so many ways. And inside our stomach, we have like another pet that if we feed it well, it'll help keep us strong. So, so it's really important to eat our vegetables for that reason. It is. It's like a pet in our tummy and our pet loves vegetables. And the more vegetables you give it, the healthier that pet will make you feel and it'll make you have loads of energy. It'll make you really smart. It'll make your immune system strong. It's it's so important. Whoa, that's so cool. <laughs> that's really funny idea that I have a pet in my stomach that I have to feed the right food to keep alive and well. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it is, Buster. But, you know, the idea of a pet in your tummy, it's, well, we're really talking about uh, gut health. And it's really interesting because our gut, it isn't just our stomach. It goes all the way from your throat into your stomach and all the way out the other side. So it's a really huge part of our body, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's 16 metres long. And it's, and it's got, it's like, it would, as Stephen said, it's like a pet that lives in your gut. And when you feed that really healthy food, when you sleep well, when you exercise, when you spend time in nature, that pet just flourishes. And therefore it makes you feel really healthy, really strong. It makes you feel calm. It can mean you can focus. And some of you may have heard of the, ter- the term your immune system. And that's kind of like your army that protects you and keeps you strong and healthy. Uh, And the more vegetables you eat, the more beneficial it is for this pet inside you, which is kind of the home of most of your army. But it could be like vegetable soup. It could be having porridge for breakfast. It could be eating fruit on your little break. It could be having like a nice sandwich with some hummus and other things in it. (laughs) You might have heard this word before, fiber. Fiber is so important for your pet and, and your immune system and all your health. And you only get fiber in fruits and vegetables and whole grains and beans. You know, you've probably heard that expression, beans, beans, the more you eat, the more you... (laughs) Fart! Fart. Well, beans are so healthy for you. All that stuff is so healthy for your pet. So I think for anyone listening who kind of wants to be healthier and stay strong and, you know, have a strong immune system, there's kind of five basic things you can do to have a healthy gut and just healthy at large. Number one, try to eat more fruit and vegetables. Number two, try to exercise. So at playtime, get out into the yard, run around, do gymnastics, do tennis, do whatever sports you can do. Because it's so important. Handstands or five hours in the trampoline. (laughs) Exactly, like Buster. So that's number two. Number three is your sleep. But sleep is so important for all those aspects, particularly that pet in your tummy. Number four, spend time in different environments if you can. So So nature, nature is so important. Like if you can get to the park, if you can get to the beach, if you can go on walks, nature is so important. Uh, Yeah, I love to go for walks. Yeah, uh, if you've got a pet, if you actually do have a dog, dogs are great uh, walking coaches. And if you don't have a dog, maybe borrow a neighbor's dog. Call yeah, we, we call into our neighbors. We call into our neighbors do- and we borrow their dog and bring it for a walk quite often. Oh, really? Yeah, we do. Genuinely, Bailey. <laughs> oh, my God. So that, that saves them one day of having to walk the dog. Yeah, and my, and my kids are delighted with it. Ah, uh, but Joe, can I ask you, um, I suppose because all this about looking after our gut, and it is a new concept, it is quite new. Um, you know, you guys are so fit and healthy anyway in terms of what you eat and all your, the exercise and everything you do. So when you started, I suppose, focusing more on your gut health, did you actually even notice a difference in terms of feeling better again? 
definitely. It's like a car. It's like a car. If you give a car really good fuel, the car performs really well. It goes well. It never breaks down. It'll always start. And it's a bit like that with your gut and your food. You have to think of yourself like you've got this body and if you feed it really healthy food, it doesn't always have to be healthy food, but if you eat it, feed it lots of fruit and veg, it really does perform really well. And that means you're going to be healthy, strong, and it's easier to focus in school. You're kind of better at sports. You don't get sick. Your defense or your immune system, your army is there to protect you. Yeah, it really is. Like, I can't think of the last time we were sick. Like, I really, I I can't even remember Stephen being sick really, ever really. So I really like that analogy you guys have of, of the car and fueling it with the right kind of fuel. So what kind of foods would be good for my gut, as you guys say? So say for breakfast, choose if you can have porridge, if you can have, you know, Weetabix are, are quite good. If you can have those type of things for breakfast, for your lunch, if you can have like carrot sticks and hummus in it. And maybe you- have brown bread. My kids like brown bread and jam sandwiches. That's what they love. And then generally we mm. give them some cucumber. And Ned, what's Ned? Ned, so Ned's four. Ned wanted cucumber and gallimelon. And Theo wanted cucumber and blood orange. And and my kids. Oh, yeah, blood orange. Orange with blood orange. I don't know if you've ever, Ah. have you ever heard of tahini? Um, No, isn't that a big far, oh no, wait, that's Tahiti. That's a big foreign country somewhere else. (laughs) (laughs) Tahini is, it's like peanut butter, but instead of being, you know the way nuts, my kids aren't allowed nuts in their school. So tahini is like peanut butter, but it's made of seeds. So it's made of sesame seeds and it tastes kind of like peanut butter. So I give them a little tub of that with some maple syrup and I mix that up. And then they have a banana and they dip that in it. They have carrot sticks and hummus. They get crackers. And then sometimes today they had a chocolate rice cake. There's loads of different things you can do, but it's really trying to eat lots of fruit and veg. They, they love mango, they like pear. And it's to try to get as much variety as you can. So it's not just about like, I think many people get caught up with labels like vegetarian and vegan. It's not about that. It's much more about just trying to eat more fruit and vegetables and that'll keep you stronger. And if you can focus on getting a variety. So it's not just, I only eat apples and bananas and carrots. We, we work with a doctor and he's, he's a gastroenterologist. So he's a doctor mm-hmm. of your gut. He's a doctor of that pet in your tummy. And he says, the most important thing is to get 30 different types of fruit and veg in a week. And that means beans and whole grains as well. So if you can count, if you can put a sheet in the fridge and every time you eat a different fruit or vegetable or bean or whole grain, write it on that list and see if you can get 30 in a week. Because if you get 30, your pet will be so healthy. And I think this is a great project and activity just to learn about the diversity. Diversity is a fancy word, meaning the different types of, in this case, fruit and veg you're going to eat in a week. So it could be I had some peanut butter for lunch. I put a bit of that on. I had a bit of brown bread. That's another one. I had a banana. I had hummus. I had apple. Weedabix. You know, all these things, they all count because they're all really healthy, high fiber foods. <laughs> that sounds like a great challenge. But if they're the foods that are good for us, what are the foods that are bad for us? Oh, good question. Oh, great question. So the foods that are bad for our gut are the ones like the, I know everyone loves sweets and chocolate bars. Like we all love them. They're so tasty, but they're not the healthiest for your pet. But we we call them processed foods. So it's when you're in the house, if you can try to eat things that aren't in a packet. So you know the way bananas aren't in a packet, apples aren't in a packet. But try to choose things that are less in a packet because they're going to be the healthy ones. And then the other one, remember we mentioned that word fiber. So fiber is so important. It kind of helps you do number twos. It helps you go to the toilet. And often lots of people can feel a bit 
constipated or blocked up. So fiber is so important. And you, as I mentioned, you only get fiber in fruit and vegetables and beans, legumes, nuts, seeds, and whole grains. You don't get any fiber in meat. So it's not to say don't eat meat, but just try to eat more of the fruit and vegetables. I think that's that's a really Because they're the healthier ones. Cool. <laughs> cool. Um, so me and Buster love our sports. I mean, he loves his hockey, and I, I, I just really love playing my rugby. So if I could ask my mom, what kind of things should I ask her to put in my lunchbox then that will give me loads of energy for my sports? Brilliant question. I think, so I don't know if you've ever heard the word of carbohydrate. These are one of our main fuel source that kind of just give us this energy. So if you can get, instead of just getting normal bread, if you can get brown bread, it has more fiber, it'll slow down the release of that energy. So instead of you going, being really good at the start of your rugby match and really bad at the end, this will help release the energy more regularly, like a kind of so, battery. So then you, so then you will be able to spend five hours in the trampoline like Buster. <laughs> but it is, it's, it's brown things. It's trying to have like I put crackers in my daughter's lunchbox this morning, and they were brown crackers. It was like rye vita, and they have loads of energy in them. So does fruit. Fruit is packed with energy. So if so you're, you're going to have rice, have brown rice. If you're going to have pasta, try to use brown wholemeal pasta oh cool cool so the brown foods have more fiber in them which helps keep our digestive system working properly and buddy it'll give you loads more energy for your rugby just like buster buster has got so much energy sometimes i look at him and i wonder what on earth is he eating that keeps him full of so much energy from first thing in the morning till way late in the evening he just never stops oh i get tired looking at you sometimes buster (laughs) yeah i'm full of Beans! Ha ha ha! Get it, buddy! <laughs> Beans! <laughs> Sorry, guys. He's doing his dad jokes again. But both of you guys have so much energy, and it's incredible. Uh, but can I ask, were you always like this, even as kids? Uh, we, we've always had lots of energy, but then when we started eating more healthier foods, we got even more energy. So, like, I really think the food you eat really has an impact on your energy levels and how you feel and how alert you can be at school. And so, so buddy, yeah. when you're playing your rugby matches or your hockey matches, like, if you can eat, like, more healthier foods, you'll be even stronger and have even more energy like Buster. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm going to try that now. <laughs> oh, Buster, you've got competition. <laughs> but, you know, what? it's amazing because, you know, we all have different things that we love to do for our exercise so like you say Buddy loves his rugby Buster loves his hockey and then I love running Like, but you guys have something that's a, a little bit different you, you start your day a very special way so maybe the kids might know about this maybe you can tell them what you do oh, this, to start your morning and if anyone wants to join us when COVID all passes like we swim every morning in the Irish Sea at sunrise so we go down to the beach at sunrise and sunrise the wonderful thing about this is sunrise changes every single day so at the moment today sunrise was at 6 48 in the morning so in the middle of june so around june 21st which which we call the solstice which means the longest day of the year sunrise around then is 4 50 in the morning so it's like before 5 a.m and then and then in winter on the winter solstice on the 21st of december sunrise is 8.40 so it's nearly like it's at the time school starts and we go down every morning to the beach whether it's snowing or raining or it's a beautiful day and there's a whole bunch of us we bring tea we bring snacks and we all swim in the cold Irish sea and it's amazing and there's something lovely about getting in and fate like no matter how much you do it every day you come down you're like oh 
it's cold. I don't want to get oh. in. But then as soon as you get in and you hit that cold water, you just feel so alive and awake and you come out like a dog wagging your tail going, ah, oh, it's a <laughs> yeah. beautiful day. You're just, just delighted with life. And come join us. And we us. have had, we have had schools come join us. Schools have come join us before. Oh, cool. So do you find cool. it hard when like it's wintertime and it's miserable and dark and you have to pull yourself out of bed? Do you find that really hard or are you just so used to it now that it's not a problem? Definitely. The more you can make something a habit, the more your body just does it. And often when I'm walking down and it's freezing cold, I'm going, am I crazy? Why am I doing this? I'm like a madman walking down in my shorts. And then as soon as I get in that cold water and I come out, it's just like, oh my God, it's a beautiful day. I am so happy. I am so glad I did it. So Buster, you were saying you have so much energy. Do you know, do you know the number one place that you get energy from? My legs? No, no. Usually when we ask that question, a lot of people think it's food. They think energy comes from food. But actually, your number one place that you get energy from is oxygen. It's oxygen. And we all get oxygen. But when you move, you get even more oxygen. When you exercise, you get even more oxygen. So you get even more energy. And that's why if you spend the day sitting around, you'll probably be tired and a bit lethargic. But if you, like when you spend five hours in that trampoline, you are probably so awake and alert when you were doing it. And maybe we're tired later in the evening, but it gives you so much energy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he definitely gets more energy the more exercise he does. Um, but, you know, you guys speak a lot on your podcast about how important it is for kids to get all this information about how brilliant exercise is for them. You know, about healthy foods, their gut health, fresh air, nature and all of this when they're young. So that they really understand how to live healthy. And it just becomes, I suppose, like just really normal. So do you think that maybe healthy living should be like an actual subject in school? The same way, perhaps, as they study, you know, maths or English? I think, I think that's a brilliant idea because I think habits are so important. We all become the habits, the product of our habits. A number of years ago, we went in and met the Minister for Health and the Minister for Education. Okay. And we tried to get a curriculum as in a subject going in my daughter's local school. Yeah. And me and Dave ended up getting too busy, so it didn't happen. But I remember sitting down with the principal and, and uh, we started talking and I said the word fibre and she suddenly lit up and she was really interested. She said to me then, she said... Like she'd been principal for, I think, 30 years. And she said, it's only in the last five years, every single week, three to four kids go home due to constipation. And this used to never happen. And she said, she puts this directly down to how people have changed their diet. They're not eating enough fiber. And as a result, often children are struggling with constipation. And we're all so busy now. It's so much easier to grab something out of a bag instead of eating proper real food. But the proper real food is the thing that could give you energy like Buster. It'll have Buddy playing better at rugby. You'll have a strong immune system, an army to defend you. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) And for kids maybe who mightn't understand the word constipation, I mean, that's kind of really when you feel really really bloated and sore and pains in your tummy. And you can't can't do a number two. You can't can't do a number two. (laughs) It's all stuck. which is funny, but it's not because then it, it, it's, it's all those pains and that horrible feeling in your tummy. So it's actually quite serious. And the fact that the principal was saying that she has so many kids going home every week with it. I mean, that's quite serious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think another yeah. way of thinking of constipation is a bit like, say there's a road that you drive every day or you get a lift in every day on your way to school and suddenly there's a traffic jam. Yeah. So it's a bit like there's a traffic jam in your digestive tract and nothing's moving. It's all stuck and everyone's beeping their horn and angry. My poo is like an angry driver. I'm going to remember that now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lads, lads. So we have this question that we're going to ask all 
the people we get in in the Mind Your Head shows as our special guests because we want to know because it really helps when you're a kid to hear that adults and people who are doing great things in their lives as grown-ups also had problems or worries when they were a kid. So what we want to know is what you worried about when you guys were kids and how did you become the boss of that worry? <laughs> Brilliant. I used to worry, could I be as good as Steve at things? Because we oh. were twins and we were always compared. We were always, which one's better? Which one's faster? Which one's stronger? Which one can eat more vegetables? So we were always compared. So both of us, I think, used to worry or can we be as good as the other one? I but, remember one time we got to, we, were, we used to play a lot of tennis and we both got to the final and we had to play each other. And I remember before the match, I think we were 11, we both were crying so much because neither of us wanted to lose, but neither of us wanted to beat our twin. So it was really oh, funny. Yeah. <laughs> so That's like me and Buddy because Buddy is older than me and I'm constantly trying to beat him, but I kind of don't want him to lose either. Yeah, so it was exactly like that. So that was it with us with twins. But I think for anyone listening, I'd say to like, follow your dreams. Lots of people through life will tell you, you shouldn't do that stupid. But if you have an idea that you love and you feel really excited to, to go on the journey with it, try to get people around you that'll support you. And like when we started our business, The Happy Pair, a lot at first, a lot of people thought we were crazy and we are silly. And why that we were just... starting a vegetable shop. That's mad. And we, and we used to drive a van. Why are you driving a van, lads? But, it, but it, we were following our dream and out of that, we ended up becoming on the telly and cooking on the telly and writing cookbooks and traveling all over the place and doing amazing things. And it all came from our little dream, trying to help other people eat more fruit and veg. So I think your dreams are so important. So really nurture them and mind them and feed them. Oh, guys, thanks so oh, much. guys, that was brilliant. <laughs> you know what? You've inspired me so much. I'm definitely going to come and do one of those morning swim with you guys someday soon. Yeah, can I come too? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guys, I think everybody listening and the kids will really, if they didn't have energy before this, they definitely will have had it after. And we've learned so much about plant-based foods and about sports and exercise and health and our gut health, our little pet that's in our stomach. And I think it's, it's just been brilliant and I'm full of ideas yeah hang on wait wait i'm just uh, 10 seconds hands dead uh, uh, don't worry i'm definitely gonna beat your record someday steve <laughs> thanks guys Bye. Thanks, a million. Bye. thanks buddy thanks buster thanks michelle it's time to rewind we can rethink time yeah we go, yo. i really enjoy talking with dave and steve there i cannot believe i've met not just one but two people who have as much energy as you, Buster. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that Steve can actually hold a handstand for three minutes. Yeah. Oh, maybe I can do that challenge if I start eating way more veg like then. And I can't believe you get even more energy from being out and about and getting oxygen into our bodies. <laughs> yeah, they said that oxygen gives us more energy than food. And I've never heard of a plant-based diet before, but I'm definitely gonna try it. Eating tons more fruit, vegetables, and beans. Yeah, and remember they said that we need to think about our stomach as our very own little pet? Aww. <laughs> Which needs us to feed it the right kinds of foods for it to live and be well. And the guy said to help me get stronger in my rugby that I should eat more fiber. That's like, you know, the brown foods. So instead of white bread, brown breads, and instead of white rice, brown rice, and instead of a white wrap, brown wrap, and instead of white crackers, brown crackers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I've got one, too. Instead of white Weetabix, brown Weetabix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Buster, Weetabix are already brown. 
<laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and they said all that stuff about the gut health. Whoa! I can't believe there's so much happening down there in our stomachs. And that I need to think of my digestive system as a can that if I don't put the right fuel in, it won't work or I might get stuck in a traffic jam. <laughs> <laughs> and it even affects my immune system, which is my army of soldiers ready to fight off sickness. The stronger my gut is, the stronger my army is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd love to try sea swimming more like they do. Oh, but maybe not in the winter, though. But you know, they really do show how exercise is connected to your mental health, feeling well, being happy in your head. Oh, and I just think they were amazing mental health ambassadors for us today. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Dave and Steve must be the healthiest twins in the whole wide world. It's time to... Rewind, we can rethink that. Yeah. We go, yo. You know, it's been great today. And if you have something you want to tell us, we want to hear. A story, a question or your favourite joke, we'd love to hear from you. All you have to do is record it in the voice recorder app on a parent's smartphone and then email it into us. The email is in our show notes. Yeah, and make sure to check out our website, www.thekidsareallright.ie <laughs> for more details about sending in your clips and you'll find loads of more info about the show and everything and everyone we talk to. We really hope you enjoyed this week's show and learned loads. If so, then tell all your friends. Yes, indeed. And remember, guys, try to be healthy, be well, and be happy. <laughs> See you next time on The Kids Are All Right. It's time to... Air the in the car! Or wherever you are. <laughs>